BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. From Orange County. I had no idea that was your husband. To New Jersey. I never expected this. Step it up, step it up. Get behind the scenes and relive the drama. Don't talk to him, he's a little twerk. All of this is unimportant to me. With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell you something right now. This is Getting Real with the Housewives. Fabulous. Going with the weird fabulous. Now, here is your host. Hey guys, welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives, a new Real Housewives podcast from right here at Us Weekly, where we break down all your latest Housewives news, give you exclusive interviews with your favorite ladies, and dish the dirt on all things Real Housewives related. I'm your host, Christina Garibaldi. And I'm your co-host, Joe Drake. Now, before we get started, we want to make sure that you know you can listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This week, we sit down with OG housewife Jill Zarin to talk about life post-Housewives, and if she would ever make a full-time return to New York. But first, we have a lot of news to catch up with this week. So, Joe, what is going on? Well, you know, we'd be remiss not to discuss what's going on out there in the world. You know, we decided last week to take a brief pause on our Housewives Mm -hmm. podcast because, you know, normally the Housewives are here to bring us joy and entertainment. And, you know, that there's a lot going on in the world that people are focused on with other things. But, you know, that doesn't mean that housewives aren't able to focus on those things as well. And we have seen a lot of support for the Black Lives Matter movement from Portia Williams and Cynthia Bailey and NeNe Leakes, Candy Burris, and even our new favorite, Leah McSweeney, has joined the fight and taken to the streets. You know, fans out there may have seen Portia was caught by the local news in Atlanta. You know, I don't even think they knew who she was. Because with the, yeah, I don't think with so the pandemic going on, you know, everyone has to be out there protesting peacefully in their masks. So you can't really recognize who is who. But of course, fans caught wind of Portia's interview. And that really has sort of taken Portia to have a big megaphone, as all the housewives do. But she has been very outspoken on what has been going on. She even talked to our friends with the Hot Hollywood podcast, our friend, our senior reporter, Travis Cronin, talked to her. So we're going to hear from Portia a little bit later. But, you know, as I said, NeNe Leakes also took to the streets with her husband, Greg, even amidst all the kind of silly cheating rumors that Mm -hmm. have been going on. I did enjoy seeing that, you know, in typical NeNe Leakes fashion, she was sporting her Louis Vuitton (laughs) face mask. I'm not sure. Of course, of course, as she was. Um, And, you know, (laughs) Watch What Happens Live has been doing a great thing this week, allowing people of color to speak out and had Candy Burris on this week and Tamron Hall and Portia was on. 
So they've all been speaking out. Um, and I'm sure fans have seen too that Cynthia Bailey is out there with her fiance, Mike Hill, and their daughter. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think a lot of people say, and I, I'm even guilty of it too, that, you know, housewives are silly and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But the fact of the matter is they have a very big platform to speak out on. And so yes. when important mm -hmm. and sort of critical things happen in the world, it is really nice to see them use their platform for good, right? Oh, definitely. I mean, that's, I think that's, what's the most important thing you're given this platform and you have millions and millions of fans and you can reach millions of people. And this is a great way to do so. And it's time now for right. people to get educated and to learn and to speak up. And that's exactly what they're doing. And hopefully a lot of people are listening and Absolutely. it really seems and like, you know, it. we've seen too, that because their platform is so big that you can get called out on bad behavior. I mean, I do think some people saw Ramona Singer posted All Lives Matters and, you know, they do. And we're not used to getting political on this podcast. But as you said, Christine, I, I totally agree. It's time to educate ourselves. And, you know, me as a Caucasian male, I have decided to shut up and listen, open my ears, and close my mouth. And mm -hmm. oh, yeah. I, I've been learning a lot in the process. And I think it's just a smart way for all of us to grow in whatever way that may be, you know. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And it's really amazing that just within the past couple of weeks, there have been there has been so much change, right. because so many, many people have spoken up. And I think it's just going to get better and better. And I really can't wait to see what's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, unfortunately, we saw what happened with uh, some Bravo oh. favorites, Stassi Schroeder and Kristen. <laughs> yeah, this is this was a huge, huge story. Um, as we know, so basically what happened was that Stassi and Kristen were fired from Vanderpump Rules, as well as Max and Brett for racially insensitive comments they've made in the past. So Faith Stowers, who used to be a member of uh, Vanderpump, spoke out saying that Kristen and Stassi actually called the cops on her back in 2018, thinking that she was a woman who robbed somebody when it wasn't her at all. They just assumed because uh, she had the same weave as her that it was the, that it was Faith. Obviously, it wasn't. Then a podcast came to light of Stassi's podcast back in 2017, I believe, talking out about the Oscar So White controversy and basically saying that Black people should stop bitching about not getting nominated. So there was definitely a lot of a lot to uncover here. They were fired. They both since apologized, but. The damage has already been done. Yeah, the damage has been done. And, you know, I remember, Christina, when we were at the office and they revealed sort of the newbies for Vanderpump Rules, a lot of the conversation out there in sort of the Bravo fandom was, wow, look at this group of non-diverse people. I mean, yeah, there wasn't really a lot of representation of diversity there. You know, we're in the middle of Pride Month. There wasn't a lot of representation of the LGBT community, which for me as a as a gay person was funny because these restaurants are in West Hollywood. I'm not sure if anyone's been to West Hollywood, but it's right. pretty gay. Yeah. So, and I mean, Lisa Vanderpump does, I mean, a huge pride event every single year. I mean, right. they did have Billy Lee on the show last, I, I love Billy. Year, the year yeah. before. I love Billy you too, but she, uh, she had a really tough time on the show. She did. Um, you know, it just, it wasn't a good fit for her. And she even said that some of the girls were transphobic, <laughs> you know, yes. Yes. you know, it just, and, you know, this has been going on for, you know, quite some time. It's actually surprising when I heard that podcast from Stassi a couple of years ago when she made those comments about the Oscar So White controversy. I could not believe that she still had a job after that. 
No, and I, you know, not that I'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal, but Stasi clearly can learn to close your mouth, open your ears, right? Of exactly. That sort of motto. Uh, but of course, the housewives have spoken out. Candace from the Housewives of Potomac, which I love, and I can't wait for that to get started. You know, she said to not get caught up in the devil of the details that losing your job, especially on such a public platform, is a blow. But instead of celebrating their fate in reference to Stasi and Kristen, let's celebrate what it stands for. You know, there's so much more. It's not just about the takedown of two white female Bravo celebrities. It's there's obviously a bigger picture, a bigger movement, and we can't necessarily just focus on their demise. It's about the, right. you know, the story of oppression and racism. And, you know, Candace said, let's hope these people can step away from this very shameful experience and learn something. And that's what it's up. Yeah, about. I, I, I hope so. And I'm, I'm sure that they are well on their way. Lisa Vanderpump also spoke out saying that she was very disappointed in learning about what they had said, but she's excited to show the more diverse side of her restaurants coming uh, forward. So it makes me think that, you know, maybe they're going to completely revamp Vanderpump Rules cast. Yeah. So we'll kind of have to wait and see. Absolutely. I mean, and some other news coming out of Beverly Hills is, as I'm sure our Housewives fans have realized, they're taking a brief hiatus till July 8th. Now, some people were speculating it's because of the current climate out there in the world. But we did a little bit of digging and it seems like there's been just some changes due to the coronavirus pandemic and obviously some production dates have shifted things. So I think that this was sort of already going to happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And my theory is we don't know for sure, but I think, you know, there may be some editing that needs to be done. They need to maybe futz around with the storyline and how things have played out and you know, I remember years ago in some previous jobs that I've had that dealt with housewives and reality TV, some of these shows are edited like days before, maybe even the day before. Right. Yeah. No, totally. It's like to the wire. So there's constantly work that needs to be done, but they have been doing some fun things. Garcelle and Dorit this week did some commentary. So it was a sort of fun watch with the housewives catch up with them giving commentary because, you know, they watch the show back just like the rest of us. So Right. And they get to learn what the others are saying, just like the rest of us. Right. So it's definitely a lot of fun. I am going to miss it for the next month or so. I know. That's quite the um, hiatus. It really is. But luckily, we have New York to satisfy our housewives' needs in the meantime. We do. We do. And we have a lot to get to with that. But on the Beverly Hills topic, apparently fans were speculating that Lori Lachlan from Full House, who's a part of all this college admission scandal, was being rumored to join the housewives. Now, Andy Cohen quickly spoke out on his radio show saying that he heard about it on Twitter, but it is absolutely not true. But what I want to know is, did these fan rumors and speculation, does that like put ideas in Andy's head? Oh, it's got it's to. Got I mean, to. she has had to have crossed his mind because, I mean, let's be real. She's not really going to be getting a ton of jobs after she gets out of prison. No. So, I mean, this would probably be like the perfect thing for her. I do kind of feel like she might be a little too nice for this. <laughs> I don't know, though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't think you necessarily need the cleanest track r- record to be cast as a housewife. True. That is very true. Uh, who knows? I'll keep my fingers crossed for that yeah, one absolutely. because I'm kind of excited about that. You know, we briefly mentioned Real Housewives of New York. We actually had a huge bombshell on last night's episode. I mean, Tinsley is apparently done. I guess she's done. And this is sort of something we didn't see coming. I mean, 
We did know that she had moved to Chicago and that that would sort of play out on this season. What I think took us all for a loop was that it happened mid-season. Mid-season, like just, and it was very like anticlimactic. She was just like, I'm leaving tomorrow. She's (laughs) zipping up her coat with the luggage and the dogs and it's like, let's go to Chicago. And then they give us like what they usually do at the very end of the season, like a freeze frame of their face and a little caption about like what's happening with them. And I think we were all like, wait, so that's it with Tinsley? <laughs> that's it. Yeah. It literally is it's like, okay, well, bye. bye. <laughs> like She's getting a great closet and um, a new life in Chicago. So The caption would talk about how Scott proposed with Christmas Caroler. So obviously this happened at the end of last year and how, you know, she's drawing up plans for her dream life, dream home and dream closet. <laughs> it was you know, I mean, very final, I guess. And, you know, it, they released the mid-season trailer. Also looks great, but no Tinsley. No Tinsley. And I noticed, you know, I was sort of confused as to where we are in the season, just because I feel like with the coronavirus time, it doesn't exist. But right. I guess we are mid-season because they hadn't even gone to the Berkshires yet. Sure. And they hadn't yep. even gone on their vacation. Right. I know. The, I can't believe it's mid-season already. I know. It's kind of crazy. It really is. We've been in quarantine for so long. I know. I think we're going to be stuck in it for the whole season of the house. Seriously, I think so too. But hopefully she'll be back for the reunion, I I think. think She has to, obviously, because she, you know, even if she is definitely gone for the rest of the season, she has been such a huge part of the beginning part with, you know, her versus Dorinda, her and Scott, and her bringing Leah into the fold. Sources did tell me that they are planning to film in August. How that will work, I don't know. But as we've said before, it worked well via Zoom for the Atlanta reunion. So maybe... Yeah, definitely. You know, maybe they'll do it that way. We'll have to wait and see. But we'll talk a little bit more about New York coming up. But I we want to get to our clip of the week. Clip! Clip! Yeah, so if you do listen to our Hot Hollywood podcast, you heard this. And if you don't, you should check it out. Our friends at Us Weekly have a great podcast that talks a lot about other celebrities and what's going on in Hollywood. They spoke to Portia last week and we wanted to reiterate what she said. So take a listen. Thank you. Well, I want to know first, you know, why you're active in the protests and... I'm being active in the protests because I stand with my brothers and sisters and I want to change. You know, I, when I watched that video of George Floyd dying under the knee of an officer who was supposed to protect and serve him, it really made me feel a lot of pain, along with my fellow protesters, a lot of rage and passion. And I really want to be able to use any bit of influence that I may have to be able to help those who don't have the voices to be heard. And so that is why I decided to go out and be on the front lines and stand amongst my people and my allies and try to fight for change. We need these police officers who killed George Floyd, all of them, the other three to be arrested Mm -hmm. and to be held accountable. We want any officer of the law who has taken part in excessive force and police brutality to be held accountable for what's happening to our people. That's what I want to hear. And I hope that that's what comes out of this. And how, you know, how long are you planning to do this? Are you going out tonight? What are the steps you're going to take? Well, right now I am organizing my mission. I definitely have been going out 
since last week. And it's been really important for me to do that. It's really important to be on the ground as you see, hear, and feel what my people are going through and what the protesters are doing and what the mission is. It is, of course, of love. It is, of course, one of them wanting justice, of course, of them wanting it to be known that enough is enough. We will not stand by and see another one of our brothers, our African-American brothers or sisters be killed senselessly. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's about focusing in and seeing how I can be most effective. So me going out and continuing to stand beside them to know that they are heard, I think you have helped. And for me also to use my social platforms and be able to assist and to make people understand one of the most effective ways to be heard is voting. And so that is very, very important for me to get that message out so people know how to channel what they feel into real change. Definitely a great interview with Portia all about the Black Lives Matter movement, about her, you know, hitting the ground, protesting and really doing this for the future for her daughter. Absolutely. And, it, you know, just reminds me, I think, especially from Portia, I mean, if fans remember, you know, she's sort of, especially in the beginning of her run on the Housewives was sort of looked at as maybe not the brightest and maybe mm-hmm. not the sharpest tool in the shed. But I really appreciate that. We have seen her growth and now she does have this platform and this megaphone to speak from. And she's an example that we can all sort of grow and learn. And I'm, I appreciate hearing what she has to say and learning from her. Definitely. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. So bravo to Portia yeah. for, you know, speaking up and educating us all. So really, like you said, and if you want to listen to the full interview, make sure you listen to our Hot Hollywood podcast. Yes. So let's move on to our exclusive interview from the week. We spoke to Jill Zarin, of course, OG New York housewife, all about life post-reality show. She hasn't been on the show for quite some time, but of course, she was a fan favorite. So we have to catch up with her, right? Yes, I think this is perfect timing. We didn't uh, trust us. We didn't know this was coming, but we have talked to Jill on the week Tinsley's apparently out. So I think right. there is a door open for Miss Zarin. Okay. There is a door open. So we actually got her take on this season of the housewives. So take a listen. Are you liking the season so far? I like every season, you know, I like the girls and I like to watch. i like, I said, I like to watch that. It's not me. <laughs> what do you think? Of, what do you think of the new housewife Leah? I love her. I love her. She's a breath of fresh air. She's honest. She's real. And being an ex-alcoholic, drinking again, what better reality TV can you have than that? Not if she was my sister or my mother, would I be so happy. Right, exactly. As a a viewer, nothing better. Yeah. What did you think of Luann starting to drink again on the show? I I don't have any opinion either way. I think I never, you know, I'm I'm not a doctor. I don't know what anybody's issues are. I never found... Luann to drink too much in my presence. I mean, sure, she might, you know, drink too much, whatever. Everybody does. I never saw it as a problem. And I was with her a lot, a lot. And, but, you know, like I said, you know, whatever happened, she paid the punishment and now she can live her life again. Right. What do you think about Elise? Because we spoke to her recently and I didn't realize that she said that she introduced you and Bethany. How about I forgot too? <laughs> When I read that in this article, I called her up. I said, Elise, you introduced me to Bethany. She was like, yeah. And she starts, and I'm like, I'm not saying you didn't. I'm just, I have a bad memory. Can you tell me? She says, we went to Nobu and I thought you two would be friends. And I'm like, you know what? I think you're right. She goes, well, I'm right. I'm like, no, no, I think I'm starting to remember. So um, how weird would that have been if Bethany and I were on the show and Elise came on? Right. There was a lot of drama between her and Bethany. 
Yeah, she she alluded to it. Yeah, that there was a lot, a lot of drama. So uh, yeah, that would have been quite interesting if the producers found her last year, not this year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, are you are you're on good terms with Elise though, right? Oh yeah, I mean you know yeah, I mean we had our, listen, we had our issues. Believe me, and it would have been put up, you know, and hung to dry on the show inside and out. But we're good. You're good. You're good. Do you think her and Bethany will ever be on good terms again, or is that? I don't know if they're on bad terms. I just don't think they're friends. I, Bethany's in her own, you know, orbit. Mm-hmm. Not, Bethany was never a girl's girl. Yeah. She, and she's, she'll tell you that, you know, she's busy. She's busy. She's a mom. She's working, whatever. You know, she's doing her own thing. Yeah. Have you spoken to her at all since she no. left the show? No. Um, since she left the show, yes. But no, no, I haven't spoken to her lately. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised that she decided to leave or did you think it was, it was time? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Would you ever come? I mean, fans have been waiting for you to come back for so long. I know you popped in here and there, but never a chance. No, I don't think so. Listen, I, no, I don't think so. No. no, I'm just so happy to watch it though, and I want it to stay on forever. <laughs> I do. I want it to stay on forever, so I'll do whatever I can to support it. Yeah, I do. I love it. Are you going to be popping in at all this season or not? I, I pop in once or twice. Mm-hmm. I think twice may not have. I think they cut me out of the first one I was popped in. And then the second one, we'll see if they cut me. Okay. Okay. Do, do you not want to do it because of your relationship with Gary or are you just at a different point in your life? Well, I, the truth is Gary would have been the best TV ever. Yeah. One line was like Bethany. Oh, really? <laughs> they come like this. They just, come like, oh my God, you should have been on TV. I say it all the time, but no. 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 Not good for us. Nope. Definitely not good for us. Mm -hmm. Not good for any relationship. Yeah, I mean, you I I don't know what's going on Beverly Hills. I'm not even watching. I mean, I'm watching around it here and there. But, you know, Denise and her husband, I can't imagine what they must be going through now with all the trauma that's Mm -hmm. going on. I don't even know what the details are. I just know there's trauma and drama. You know, and Kyle Mauricio, I worry. Because I think they're a really great couple and a strong couple. But I know that Gary, Bobby, and I, after four years, I felt it. I felt shaky. Mm-hmm. Not very shaky, but I felt a little shaky. And I hope that she gets off before anything happens to her, Mauricio. Yeah. Why do you think that, like, why do you think reality TV kind of tears down relationships so much? Well, it doesn't build them up. Yeah. You know? It's Just not always looking for the drama. But you know what? After this, you go back on, you go on Dr. Phil. He'll fix everything. <laughs> yes. I love Dr. Phil. Him and Judge Judy. Yes. It's like the mandate for the relationship, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Um, What do you think of Dorinda's behavior towards Tinsley this season? I have no idea. I'm not watching it. Yeah. I'm not. not, Very, very superficially. Mm -hmm. Not in the middle of it. I just know like a little pieces here and there. Yeah. Does watching it back ever bring back any like cringeworthy moments for you? Like what was your most cringeworthy moment? My most cringeworthy moment. It's probably fish, you know, Scary Island, mm-hmm. yeah. which, by the way, was named by Bobby Zarin. Oh, really? I remember it well. We were driving to the Hamptons, and Kelly called after that weekend, you know, so upset, blah, blah, blah. Knew it was going to be a big thing. And Bobby just popped out, something like, oh, it's Scary Island. I'm like, oh, my God, that's it. You know, <laughs> call back Kelly. Tell her, Kelly, use Scary Island. Use Scary Island. And she <laughs> That is so funny. You remember, you'd have to ask her, do you remember Jill, t- Jill and Bobby told you to do Scary Island? I love that. I think that's fantastic. So it seems like she's still very much involved in The Housewives. She watches all the time. I did enjoy what she said, that she doesn't care that Bethany's not there anymore. Yeah, I mean, 
I think before we found out that Bethany wasn't returning to this current season and the fact that they were introducing a new housewife or that there was maybe an open spot, obviously the fandom was freaking out that this could be the return of Bethany and Jill together again Mm -hmm. on the show. We saw Bethany going to Jill's husband's funeral, Bobby, and it sort of seemed like we were leading up to Jill's return, but I guess not. It's about time for her to come back. I don't know. I think so, too. Well, that kind of brings us into our next clip from Jill. It seems like she does not want to go on the show because of her relationship with Gary. So take a listen. How are things going with Gary? How's the the quarantine been with the two of you? Amazing. But, you know, since Gary and I met, we've really been together a lot. Like we, you know, like with Bobby, even I was always together with Bobby. I'm with Gary a lot. And now certainly with quarantine and we're working together. You know, he also has developed his own business and he's doing his own thing and he pivoted and I'm really, really proud of him. That's really good. proud of him. How's it been mixing business with pleasure? Challenging sometimes. Yeah. But, but it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Have you, has, he's been very supportive of me. He's really kind of helping get Ali and I with everything that we're doing. He's really kind of supporting us and helping us with sourcing and things like that. That's great. It's a, it's a big family affair, which I think is so fantastic. Have you guys out right now with the printer? You know, so <laughs> what have you guys done to avoid getting on each other's nerves during this time? We don't really get on each other's nerves. Really? Not no. And you know what the sweetest thing is? What I really like to do is um, at night. I like to do my jigsaw puzzle, and he's painting next to me. He's painting uh, bossy. So, but 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 he's painting by numbers. So it looks like he's painting and people are like, oh God, I didn't know how talented Gary is. And I'm like, he's not, he's painting by numbers. <laughs> no, I don't want to take it away from him. You know, he's right. great. It's great. And, and it does look like Boston. So. <laughs> I love that. We thought he was Picasso, but he's painting by numbers. <laughs> and maybe Picasso did. We don't know. We don't know. We, don't know. we have no idea. Yeah. I think that's great. I think that's great. I know that you have been talking or have been open about the thought of getting married again. Have you and Gary been talking about that at all during this time? Or is yeah. that still kind of on the background? It's like we're married. Right. We do. I mean, to be honest, which I don't, I'm not a big fan of, but in practicality, that's kind of what happened, especially during COVID. Sure. So, no. I mean, I've been married twice. Mm-hmm. I'm not having babies. So I'm, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I think you have to be married to have babies. I yeah. don't want to be a hypocrite, but I'm a little bit of a hypocrite. Everyone's a little bit of a hypocrite. Do as I say, not as I do. I don't believe in living together. Except unless you don't want to have babies and you're like 50, 60 years old. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you think Bobby would like him? Bobby would love him. Yeah. They met, but it was a long time yeah. ago. Did, like incidentally, they met. Because, you know, we all run in the same circles. Right. He would have loved Gary. They would have been drinking tequila all night long. I love that. I love that. It's almost serendipitous that, he, that they met. And it's Bobby's daughter's birthday today, Jennifer. So I sent her flowers. And, you know, she lost her mom and now her dad. Yeah. So she's an orphan. You know, and I wrote her a note, you know, I said, I'm, you know, I'm not your mom, I'm not your dad, but I'm here. You know, I know I'm not the best choice, but I'm here. And uh, I sent her flowers and a card and, you know, I want her, her to feel special because she's very, you know, alone right now. Yeah, right. So, yeah, it seems like she's in a really good place with him. And it doesn't seem like she wants the reality TV cameras to kind of mess things up. Well, yeah, I mean, that's sort of smart of her because she knows more than anyone being an OG housewife that that is very much a possibility. Yeah. I mean, when she said that when she and Bobby did the show together, obviously her late husband died in uh, 2018. But, you know, she said at times like she felt that her marriage was a little shaky and she's actually worried about 
you know, these other longtime marriages like Kyle and Mauricio, Denise Richards. And she said that she's actually worried about these relationships because, you know, she doesn't think that marriages can last forever when you mix reality TV into the mix. Yeah, I mean, Bobby was very supportive, I think, from my eyes about the housewives. You know, the rumor is, is that he really promoted Bethany being hired as a housewife. So I think he being sort of the mastermind businessman that he was, he's really saw it as a great thing in the beginning. But, you know, you never know what goes on behind closed doors. And maybe, as you know, Jill was talking about Gary, maybe Gary's like, I appreciate that you did that in the past and that you are sort of a public figure, but I don't know if I'm willing to sign up for the nonsense. No, totally. It's a big commitment. You know, you're, you're sharing your entire life with people, with strangers that pick things apart. Right. Like we are. And that's what we heard from our interview with Sutton in the past. Yeah. That, Mm -hmm. you know, not only do you have to sign up, but it is reality TV. You have to ask the people around you and be like, is this cool or is this not cool? Yeah. (laughs) No, totally. Definitely. All right. Let's move on to our segment. Who's being such a liar, Camille? You're such a f***ing liar, Camille. This episode of New York made me smile, especially with with everything going on out there in the world. And we got a lot of laughs yet again from our New York housewives. But I have (laughs) to call Ramona Singer out for being a liar yet again this week <laughs> claimed to have 60 good girlfriends now Who has 60 good girlfriends I, you know what i don't know you, you took the words right out of my mouth we have seen <laughs> ramona has like a big sort of circle and that these upper east side ladies have very much the society life and this vast group of girlfriends but to call all of them good girlfriends, I don't think so. I don't think so. I agree with you. She is definitely being a liar on that one. <laughs> totally. I mean, we saw her go out to Beth Page, New York, out in Long Island. Dorinda and Sonia were like, wait a second. We thought we were going to someplace in Manhattan. They drive an hour out of the city to go to this party planner's place, which if Housewives fan have an eagle eye, he was also the party planner that planned Melissa Gorga's 40th. And this guy to me is such a character. It's hilarious. Ramona's like, oh, he's the premier party planner of New York. I'm like, if you look in that warehouse, that is some tacky party (laughs) decor. Seriously. It's definitely people with a certain aesthetic, but I've seen fancier parties in New York. I wouldn't necessarily call him the creme de la creme. (laughs) No, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. So my liar, I don't know. My liar has to go to Tinsley. I mean- Tinsley back in October when she was leaving, because it seems like she's happy, happy now. But remember last week's episode when she was like literally crying at the table saying like, this isn't going to work with me and Scott. And then like a week later, she's packing her bags and moving to Chicago. So it just doesn't seem like this was the right move at the right time. Clearly, I'm wrong because they're still together (laughs) and she's still happy. But at the time, you know, that was a really rash decision. And I I couldn't imagine being so like she like literally picked up her entire life and moved to Chicago for him. No, I totally agree with you. I mean, Tinsley Mortimer's name is synonymous with New York. Even before Housewives, she was very much a socialite. She was sort of Mm -hmm. the original like, you know, when Paris Hilton was on the scene. Tinsley was just famous for being famous. If fan remembers. So you would think having such a bond with New York that she would be a little bit more distraught about leaving this city. And she, it just seems like no, like no big deal. Yeah. I, and that's what makes me think that maybe Bravo is pulling a fast one on us and that she will be creeping back in this season or she will make a 
return as a housewife in the future because let me tell you, I don't think any of these housewives will walk away from forever. I just don't. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think she's she's definitely leaving the door open. We'll yeah. see. All right, let's go on to who gonna check us, boo? Who gonna check me, boo? Well, circling back to what we talked about at the beginning of the podcast, I think my check me boo moment of the week is the Real Housewives of New York City cast has to represent a little bit more of what New York looks like. And as we discussed in the beginning of the show, you know, Bravo is looking at not only Vanderpump rules, but their entire programming as to how to maybe better represent what is going on in the world and, you know, who, who lives where and who best represents certain places. And, you know, I don't know about you listeners, if you live in New York or if you've never been to New York, but there's more than just uh, seven rich white ladies, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. And like we said, Tinsley's out. There's apparently rumors of Ramona not returning. People say Sonia might not be. There's always speculation as to who's coming and who's going. Mm -hmm. But I do think it, with Tinsley being out, we at least have one slot for someone that um, may better represent what New York City looks like. If if Ramona yeah. leaves, whoever leaves, that would be two slots. They could always add a friend. I don't know. What do you think? I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that they would be, what's the right word? I don't, I think that a lot of people would take issue if they didn't. Yeah. I mean, at this point, like you, you have to, I mean that, like you said, that's not what New York represents. That's not like you walk down the street and you, it's, you know, you see a diversity, you see, you know, it's a melting pot of a ton of different people and that's not what this show represents. And I think it it just wouldn't be a good look if they didn't do it. I mean, they finally got Garcelle in on Beverly Hills and how long did that take? And I mean, that's not what Beverly Hills represents either. Right. Yeah. People were really excited to find out that Garcelle was joining the cast and she has been an amazing addition. So she has. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, everybody's got to do their part and so does Bravo. And I think they really got to get on it and, you know, make some changes as much as we love all the ladies that are there right now. There's always room for more. Always room for more. And, you know, friends and I were talking about um, this cast of New York and as much as we were loving Leah, you know, people were saying like, I can't believe Ramona is still on this show. I mean, she has been kicking it since 2008. Seriously. <laughs> I even think like, like demoting her to a friend would maybe be time or it's time to just retire altogether. <laughs> I think so too. I don't think Ramona would ever come back as a friend though. No, never. Oh, it would be never. like the whole Vicky Gunvalson thing. Oh, over. totally. Totally. She it, would just, it would be kind of fun to see though, like Ramona... I hate to say it, but like if Bravo were to pull the plug on Ramona, just to see the how she would crumble. The reaction. Be, oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> it's going to be a that reality show all in itself. itself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Seriously. Well, hopefully, like we said, Bravo makes some changes. And as they do, we will, of course, deliver all the news to you guys. Yeah. And I, I, we're, we're looking forward to seeing what those changes are. And I think they're uh, all changes for the better. Definitely. definitely definitely all right well that's it for this week's episode of getting real with the housewives but if you need your housewives fixed before then head on over to usmagazine.com where we've got you covered and make sure you listen on spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts joe i'll see you next week see you next week have a great weekend 